My name is Brian Clark, and I am genuinely excited to share with you my new podcast, Inflections of the Mystic Message. In this podcast, we examine the words of the mystic sages, these mysterious beings who throughout human history have spoken not only of the possibility, but of the actuality, the reality, the inevitability of living an enlightened life of living a blissful and awakened existence at one with the universal consciousness, the absolute reality that we call God. We get to know these mystic messengers and hear their message and ask, what does it actually mean? And is it actually true? And what does it have to do with our lives? What does it tell us about how to live and how to find happiness and and how to awaken to our deepest potential and our truest self? Inflections of the Mystic Message is a podcast about the most profound truth at the core of our being, about the nature of reality, about the metaphysical underpinnings, the fabric and foundation of everything, with an emphasis on how the cosmic laws which govern the universe affect our values and decisions and help us find happiness and meaning in life. It is a podcast that asks the big questions. What is real? What is God? Who am I, not merely in name, but in truth? What is this awareness that moves through the universe and through my very self? What is this self, this being, this life that I truly am? We consult the mystic sages for advice, and then we examine it for ourselves, testing the mystic message in the laboratory of our own consciousness and the field tests of our daily lives. Each episode is released in pairs, one of which is a deep-dive discussion into one or another aspect of the consciousness that shapes the world we live in. And alongside of that talk is a guided meditation episode, where we take the teachings within ourselves to experience the liberating wisdom of the mystics in a more intimate, more experiential, more impactful way. With each new episode, then, we learn more and more about the most interesting, most fundamental, most fascinating topics relevant to our lives, and we assimilate and live that knowledge from the inside out as we explore and experiment with guided meditations that offer an experience of peace and happiness, and the possibility of a profound shift in awareness that could, if you really engage with it, change the course of your life, as it did mine. Before being exposed to the mystic message, I lived life one way, at the whims of thoughts and emotions, beliefs and opinions, circumstances and fate. After hearing the mystic message, I now live life in a very different way. Certainly not perfectly, but a lot more in tune with the cosmic intelligence that governs the universe. A lot more comfortably at peace with the vast mystery before us and within us. Inflections of the Mystic Message is a podcast for spiritual seekers. It is a podcast for the scientifically-minded realist or the rational pragmatist who simply wants to know the truth. It is a podcast for anyone who is curious about life, about the deepest dimensions of life upon which the dancing shadows of the fleeting things of the world dance their temporal dance. Inflections of the Mystic Message is interested in the eternal realm beyond the temporal shadows, beyond the reaches of time. Inflections of the Mystic Message is interested in the absolute beyond the conditional, in the infinitely real beyond the seeming fleeting appearance of things. 
Inflections of the mystic message brings us shockingly close to the inner workings of a vast and wondrous cosmic awareness, intimately in contact with the profound peace, love, and bliss. Inflections of the Mystic Message is a podcast for anyone looking to be happier by finding a measure of that peace and bliss within yourself. It is a podcast which offers the gift of illumination that is freely available to everyone at all times, as proclaimed by the world's most colorful and lovable cast of characters, these mystics who point us back towards the intrinsic wisdom within ourselves. It is a podcast for anyone who wants to connect with the intuitive perception in your heart and gut, whereby we find the most empowering and enjoyable security, ease, and understanding. It is a podcast for the spiritually adventurous, the scientifically inquisitive, the creatively passionate. It is a podcast for anyone interested in the art of living and the truth of life. It is a podcast for anyone who wants to know the reality of God, beyond the childish and limiting beliefs that we have used to hem God in and and even turn God into its opposite. It is a podcast about the divine truth outside the doctrine of religion and outside the doctrine of a rigid science that does not admit to the obvious life of things in which we find meaning and not mere measurements. My name is Brian Clark, and I am your host and guide for this exploration, helping to connect the dots and tease out the connecting threads so that you can discover the essential truth of the mystic message for yourself. I thank you for listening to this preview episode and hope you will embark on this journey with me, wherever it leads. And it might help you to know that where the mystics tell us that it always ends is in a very joyous place of liberation and illumination, in a state of absolute enlightenment where we endlessly abide in a fathomlessly blissful union with all of creation at every moment of every day, the mystics tell us that this is the inevitable endpoint of every soul's journey and the purpose of a human life. Please enjoy the following preview, extracted from the first two episodes of Inflections of the Mystic Message. The next 15 minutes or so are taken from the first episode, which gives an overview of the perennial philosophy as the timeless, ever-recurring mystic message is sometimes referred. Following that is a clip taken from the second episode, which is a guided meditation into the restful stillness of the pure being that you truly are. Both episodes will be released on January 3rd to kick off the first season of Inflections of the Mystic Message, available wherever you get your podcasts. This podcast is an offering that says, okay, there are all these countless souls who from time immemorial have claimed that God is real and that we are in actual fact one with that reality, and that the nature of living this understanding is absolute consciousness, absolute existence, absolute bliss. This podcast is for anyone who wants to know why this essential mystic message has been reiterated for millennia by men and women, kings and paupers, poets, prophets, seers, sages, saints of all stripes, This podcast is for anyone who wants to know, who are these characters? And from what authority did they say such audacious things?
Because it is audacious, is it not? When our lived experience is very emphatically that we are not God, but that we are very obviously and sometimes crushingly human, not at, not at one with the all, as Ken Wilber puts it, but, but separate from the rest of creation and at the mercy of seemingly random circumstance and fate. We merely know what we know based on our own limited, isolated, personal memory and experience. But we certainly don't know the mind of God, let alone experience life in blissful union with this this universal consciousness that that knows all, sees all, and, and, and is all. Who are these mystics to say that this this being consciousness bliss is our true nature and that there is a radically different alternative of how to live, that until we awaken to this cosmic consciousness, we are in a sense sleepwalking through some kind of a a dream state, even if it feels to us all too real. I, for one, want to know, are they pulling the wool over our eyes trying to, to find meaning in the meaninglessness? Or are they actually speaking from a place of knowing? Are they actually experiencing a blissful union with all of creation at every moment of every day? And is that actually available to all of us at all times? Is it actually true? Now, I've, I've called this first episode the perennial philosophy because that is, I think, a, a, a pretty good umbrella phrase for the mystic message. Perhaps it connotes something a little too cerebral for some of you. Philosophy, after all, has turned into a, a largely intellectual exercise, a sort of cul-de-sac whereby people that are frankly too smart for their own good chase intricate thoughts around in endless circles and infinite loop-de-loops. But, but at its core, philosophy is a rather pure pursuit. And when it's at its best, it lives up to the word itself. Philo meaning love and sophos meaning wisdom. Philosophy, then, is simply the love of wisdom, and to me, that captures the spirit of this podcast perfectly. I learned of the perennial philosophy from author and mystic Aldous Huxley, who's probably most famous for his novel Brave New Worlds, but who also wrote a book called, conveniently enough, The Perennial Philosophy, that includes some of Huxley's commentary, but is largely comprised of quotes that he compiled from various mystic sages that he admired and and was a It was really a huge aid for me in the early years of my interest in this subject in helping me to connect the dots. And at the very beginning of his introduction, he includes a nice sort of summation of the perennial philosophy. He says, or he writes rather, Philosophia perennis. The phrase was coined by Leibniz, but the thing, the metaphysic that recognizes a divine reality substantial to the world of things and lives and minds, the psychology that finds in the soul something similar to or even identical with divine reality, the ethic that places man's final end in the knowledge of the imminent and transcendent ground of all being, the thing is immemorial and universal. Rudiments of the perennial philosophy may be found among the traditionary lore of primitive peoples in every region of the world, and in its fully developed form, it has a place in every one of the higher religions. I sometimes think of the mystic message or the perennial philosophy as the world's worst kept secret. For while on one hand it's understood only by a small minority, 
that minority does not guard its secret. Rather, it, it shouts it from the rooftops and, and whispers it lovingly into our ears. And when we start listening for it, we hear it everywhere we turn. So let us turn this way and that and, and listen to the various inflections of the mystic message because it is really a universal subject, a universal phenomenon. It gets to the core meaning and true purpose of a human life. And these mystics have a tremendous lot to teach us about our own lives. Poetic lessons that inspire us. Practical lessons to show us how to find peace and, and make contact with greater joy and happiness. Metaphysical lessons about the awareness within us. Spiritual lessons about the immaculate inseparability of us. And insert your word of choice here. You could say God, or you could say reality, or or any host of other words. As for me, when I'm given a choice, I like to say, if it be a word, let it be love. But any word will do so much as we don't get too attached to it, because the word is just the shell of the thing. And what we're really interested in isn't the shell, it's the fruit within it. And because the mystic message is universal, it's a kind of living wisdom that is timeless in its appeal and applicable to absolutely everybody everywhere without exception. It is not exclusive to any particular group or culture, nor contingent upon any specific understanding, but is united in the common experience of life or, or being. And it is really, really good news. Because the message of the mystics is that the truth is that what we are, and in fact all that is, is an infinite, an immaculate, an intelligent love that is, that is hearing these words, speaking these words, looking out through your eyes, not merely near you, it is inside of you, it is you. Not the you you think yourself to be, but the real you beyond the confines of your thoughts. So intimately close that it is unfathomable. As the poet Alfred Lord Tennyson mystically puts it in his poem, The Higher Pantheism, Speak to him, thou, for he hears, and spirit with spirit can meet. Closer is he than breathing, and nearer than hands and feet. God is so close as to be inseparable, non-different from your body and breath and being, absolutely at one with the awareness that is coursing through you right now. So I hope I've given you at least a taste of the perennial philosophy of the mystic message and that this taste has, has whet your appetite at least enough to continue on this journey of exploration, of adventure and understanding as we stop to savor all the different inflections, all the, the various ethnic accents, and through it all draw nearer and nearer to the pole star that we orbit, the elementary idea beneath the accents the mystical heart of union that has captivated the interests of the most spiritually curious, adventurous, and ambitious amongst us from the beginnings of recorded history up to and including the present day. I want to introduce you to one last mystic messenger, the excellently lucid, provocative, illuminating, and altogether original Meister Eckhart, who was a, a West German mystic of the 13th and 14th centuries, and someone whom I love dearly. He was a Christian monk. He was almost Eastern in his thinking, and a little bit too radical for the time, as he was accused of heresy and excommunicated by the Pope for essentially pointing directly to God within himself, within all of us, 
rather than always going through the historical Jesus or the, the approved doctrine of the time. And perhaps his most widely circulated quote is one that is deservingly popular, in my opinion, as it is one of the best, most provocative, most succinct aphorisms that I know of in pointing to this core mystical truth, and it is this. The eye with which I see God is the same eye with which God sees me. My eye, God's eye, is one eye and one sight and one knowledge and one love. I want to repeat that because if you really get this, then you really get it. You get it all and congratulations, your work as a human being is complete and you'll be dissolving any day now into that omniscient consciousness that pervades the universe. The eye with which I see God is the same with which God sees me. That's it. That's the mystic message in a nutshell. And I invite you to ponder it because the repercussions of it, if true, are more radical and more profound than our human brains can possibly comprehend. Because what it is saying is that there is no separation, not as an intellectual exercise or as a conceptual ideal, but as actual fact. It's not something you need to make happen someday, but that it is actually true somehow, some way, right now. You and God are one. God and I are one. It makes the head spin and then explode if you really engage with it. And while it can be a little scary to the intellect to enter to such mind-bending, paradigm-challenging territory, it makes the soul sing with jubilation to think of such a thing and what we gain when we give up our ideas about truth for a taste of things as they actually are. It's no comparison. And my hope is that you will get a taste of it for yourself in the guided meditation that accompanies this and every other episode, and thereby sink at least a little bit into the divine peace within your very self. The eye with which I see God is the same with which God sees me. This, in essence, is the great gift, the great triumph, the truly astonishing and honestly life-changing, life-shattering message that all mystics of all traditions carry. Self-realization is the same as God-realization. This divine intelligence not only transcends our everyday experience, but is imminently at one with it as well. There is nothing outside of God, and so everything, including you and me and, and everyone else, is truly radically, infinitely one. And, and not only that, but it's possible to experience that unity, to know that unity, to live within that unity. And I know I'm getting carried away and I'm probably way out in outer space for some of you. But honestly, I'm having to contain myself from getting carried away even further that I'm actually biting my tongue because the mystic message is even better than this. It's even more radical and far-reaching and profound than this because what the mystic message tells us is not merely that it is possible to know this truth, but that, in fact, it is inevitable that every human being will eventually come to realize this truth in the fullest possible way. That's what the mystics tell us. And not only that, as if that weren't enough, not only that, but in fact, somehow, some way, already, right now, we are this living truth here, now, even if we don't know it. 
So for me, it's very exciting and certainly mysterious and exhilarating and, and revolutionary. And it can do for you really whatever you want it to do. It can make your life a little bit better to understand this mystic message by providing a context for, for understanding the essential basis of life. And this understanding can bring feelings of, of security and offer tools for experiencing a bit more peace and contentment. Or it can totally turn your life upside down as you realize, oh my God, this, this wasn't what I thought at all. This isn't about me at all. This individual self, what in spiritual lingo is known as, as the ego. This ego isn't in control. And so life need not be lived according to the ego mind's neurotic whims. There is a much faster, much more intelligent awareness behind everything and if I stop resisting it, if I cease really worshiping my own thoughts and desires, I can sync up with that reality itself and thereby find the most profound imaginable peace, that peace which surpasses all understanding. So my favorite, very succinct description of meditation comes from the great Indian sage Ramana Maharshi, who said, let what comes come. Let what goes go and see what remains. So let's use this instruction to help us put down anything that we're carrying and explore this art of undoing or non-doing or pure being. So let what comes come and let what goes go. What is it that comes and goes? One thing we can notice is our breath. The breath comes in the inhale and goes on the exhale. We're just noticing. We're not doing anything about it. We're not trying to get anywhere. just a simple curiosity. What happens when you really put it all down and just let things be? Don't rush to name the experience. Just be it.
perhaps the most obvious or intrusive, we could say, thing that comes and goes is our thoughts. The mental activity. For most of us, our awareness is largely possessed by these thoughts. And without judging it or resisting it or dismissing it, the art of silent sitting is to simply let the thought come and then let it go in a very simple, unattached manner. There's a, a Zen phrase I might not get exactly right, but it's open the front door and open the back door. Let the thought come and go. Just don't serve it tea. <laughs> But if you do get grabbed by the thought and find yourself in memory or fantasy, it's okay. It's just something that comes, grabs a hold of us for a while, maybe a few seconds, maybe a few minutes, maybe a few years. But eventually it goes. And it can be a radical and profound experience to see I'm not this thought that came and went. There's something here that was here before anything came and it's here after everything leaves. So that brings us to this last part of the guidance. See what remains. It's already here. You're trying to contact it, control it, manufacture it. Any effort is only something that comes and goes. What always remains? And just rest here. 
And if you feel anything, any movements of any kind, let them be as they are. Just you be as you are. Which is most purely, potently, and pristinely felt. When we do nothing at all. Just sitting, listening, and being, and not even that. Just this. Just this infinite sense of I. The impersonal, eternal I am. Let us rest in this rejuvenating stillness and silence. Thank you for listening to this preview episode of Season 1 of Inflections of the Mystic Message, launching January 3rd. Please subscribe at mysticalmessenger.com or wherever you get your podcasts, and tell your family, friends, network, or community about this wisdom-saturated podcast, which invites you to explore, understand, experience, and awaken to the true and truly divine nature of yourself. Thank you for listening and for your support, and have a nice day.